0: Hello, I'm Bernadette Armstrong. Welcome to Open Door Playhouse. Open Door Playhouse is a nonprofit organization supported by listeners like you. We appreciate your tax-deductible donations no matter how small. They help keep our plays on the radio stage. Suggest a suggested donation like $5, or whatever you can manage, are like buying tickets to the local theater from any location where you download your podcasts. My associate producer behind the mic is Laurie Griffith, who manages our website, newsletter, and all else. The plays are recorded at the Oak House Studio in Altadena, California, with sound engineer David Peters. Now playing in Theater 45 is Annie and Franny Go to the Bar, written by Don Goodrum and directed by Kim Labick. The cast is Joanne McGee as Annie and Sonia Alar as Franny.
1: Wood and greenery and mood lighting. Mm-hmm. Well, this place is just perfect for a secret rendezvous. <laughs> I don't know, sweetie.
2: This place is five miles from your house, in the same strip mall as the grocery and the dry cleaners you use every week. We're not exactly incognito here. Gosh, you? I'm just excited. We haven't had a girls' night out in ages. You spend every night at my house, Annie. What do you call that? Well, that's just a girls' night in. Ah.
1: We have some dinner and drinks and some wine and whatever, hmm. but we're not going out. I mean, don't you like being out every now and then, all fixed up and ready to howl? <laughs> sure, this is nice.
2: Just so long as we can still go back to my place for wine and whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. And I bet I can make
1: you howl all you want. You <laughs> what if someone hears you? You know that whatever is our
2: secret. How is it going to stay a secret if you keep yelling about it in front of God and everybody like this? (laughs) Come on, let's find a table.
1: This is just lovely, Franny, isn't it? It's lovely. It is, isn't it? Just lovely. It's like I'm looking at a postcard. But don't you think... Annie, I
2: answered you twice already. Come on, you promised me you were going to stop asking me the same question 15 times in a row. Oh, it
1: wasn't 15 times. <laughs> but I know, I know, I'm sorry. I just get carried away. <sighs> but it is loud <laughs> <Frisketino. laughs> I'm sorry. I just feel so numb. Like I'm in a spy movie or something.
2: Well, of course you feel naughty. You've got your big girl britches on, got yourself stuffed into a brand new bra. You're ready for a night out on the town. (laughs) Now let's get some drinks and get this party started. I'm dying over here.
1: Can I have something with an umbrella in it? I love drinks with umbrellas in it.
2: Sweetie, you can have all the umbrellas you want, just as long as I get all the alcohol
1: I want. Mm. Deal? Deal. Deal? Deal? See a waiter? I can't believe we haven't been waited on yet. I don't see a waiter. <gasps> but look what I do see. What? <shush> not so loud,
2: not so obvious. Over there. Isn't oh. that Sheila Wallace?
1: Oh, yeah, it sure is.
2: Should we invite her over? No, we don't want to invite her over. I can't stand Sheila Wallace. I'm certainly not going to let her spoil my night out with you. Besides, didn't you notice? She's with someone. She is? Hmm.
1: Young man, is that the son?
2: (coughs) Sheila and Frank have two girls, Annie. No boys.
1: Oh, is that her nephew, the baby? Sheila's an only child. Well, then who do you suppose it? Oh my God! (laughs) Is Sheila having an
2: affair? Either that, or she's babysitting. Wonder if she's planning to change his diaper.
1: (laughs) Annie, he can't. more than
2: 25 or 26, and Sheila's... She's old enough to make her own decisions. As poorly thought out as they may be.
1: Do you think Frank knows? Do I think Frank knows? What do you think? Does Artie know about you and me? God, no! What makes you say that? Artie barely even knows I'm in the same house except for mealtimes. He has no idea what I do. Well, I'm sure Frank is just
2: as much in the loop about what his wife is up to as Artie is. I had
1: no idea Sheila was such a loose woman. <laughs> Don't call her that. Why not? Sheila is having an affair behind her husband's back. Well, so am I. Whatever she is, I am too. Oh, honey, I didn't mean it like that. You know, I, I know, I know you didn't. It's okay. Just uh, every day I balance the scales between what you and I have and what Artie and I have. And as long as what we have keeps coming up on top, I'm happy with it.
2: I'm happy with being on top myself. I
1: get your point. <laughs> Besides, you know what they say in for a penny, in for a town.
2: Wait, what? No, <laughs> sweetie, you got it wrong. It's in for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> this is like that time when you
1: thought that song was
2: called Sweet Dreams Are Made of Cheese.
1: In for a pound? That's silly, Franny. A penny doesn't weigh a pound. Well, that doesn't even make any sense. But you can invest a penny into a town and see your investment grow. <laughs> Well, besides, either way, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. And for the record, the song would make more sense if that song title did say Made of Cheese. Well, like that. that way, it's a fantasy. Like the moon being made of green cheese, you know? Oh. What does sweet dreams are made of these even mean, anyway? What's the these they're even talking about?
2: Actually, Hun, I think the line is sweet dreams are made of this, not these.
1: Well, that's just stupid, then. <laughs> This doesn't even rhyme with cheese. Sometimes, Franny, I don't believe you think these things through. No, I suppose I don't. My God, I'm dying of the thirst! Hey, excuse me, Miss. Who do my friend and I have to kill around here to Annie, get a drink? Please. Well, what? What? What do you mean this is not your table? Come back, you sweetie. Don't,
2: don't worry about it. I'll go to the bar and get you your umbrella drink.
1: Of course you can go to the bar. That's not the point. I can go to the bar. The point is, getting us a drink is her job. Nobody teaches these kids about good customer service anymore, do they, Franny? They do not. I'm asking you. Do they? I just said they don't. But they don't. Do
2: they? They should all be lined up against the nearest wall and shot. Happy now? Good. I'm going to the bar and get you your umbrella drink. You sit here and breathe,
1: okay? <sighs> Sweet dreams are made of cheese. Who then took my dish of peas? Who am I to dish those peas? Everybody's looking for some tins. Guess what? Whoa.
2: I talked to the bartender, and two of the waitresses are out sick tonight, so they're shorthanded. By way of apology for the lousy service, this round is on him.
1: Well, I should hope so.
2: He did say it was the least he could do.
1: Being a man, you can always count on him to do the least he can do. Wow,
2: what has got your spanks in a twist tonight? You having a hot flash or what?
1: Well, I wish. It's already. What about him? Oh,
2: he didn't ask you to pop his Pimples again, did he? No! Because last time that happened, you didn't eat mayonnaise for a month. Oh, yeah. but no, no,
1: no, <laughs> it is not his back
2: pimples. Well, thank God for small favors, then. <laughs> and in Artie's case, we're talking about really small favors, am I right?
1: <laughs> he
2: knows. Sweetie, while I realize that a list of what your husband knows could be written on a bubblegum wrapper with room left over for the U.S. Constitution, you're going to have to be more specific. He knows what?
1: Us. Franny. I think he knows about us.
2: Bullshit!
1: Franny, what's your
2: language? Forget about my language. There is no way Artie knows about us. Why do you say that? Because if Artie knew, then everyone would know. Come on, sweetie, your husband gossips worse than a coffee clutch of 80-year-old ladies. He'd tell everybody, especially if it would embarrass you. That's true. Of course it's true. Now tell me, why do you think he knows?
1: Well, maybe it's not so much that he knows, knows but I'm pretty sure he suspects. I caught him trying to get into my phone the other day, and he said he thought it was his phone, and our phones do look almost exactly the same, but I don't know. It was fishy. Plus, he keeps asking me all sorts of questions about where I'm going and and who I'm with. It's creepy. Asking questions doesn't mean he's suspicious. It just means he's awake, which, I admit, is a change for him. Well, I don't like it. Aside from the fact that it makes me nervous, it makes me feel guilty.
2: Oh, no. You have nothing to feel guilty for, girlfriend. He checked out on your marriage long before you did.
1: Oh, maybe.
2: But I'm the cheater. Stop that. You knock that shit off right now. You can't be expected to hold a marriage together if your partner won't help. You can't do it alone. You have nothing to feel guilty for if his indifference forces you to find your happiness somewhere else. You think? I don't have to think. I know. Listen, I loved my Merle with all my heart for 35 years before his heart attack, and he loved me, and he will always have a special place in my heart. But I will tell you this one thing right now. I've been waiting for you my whole life, Annie Frischetti. You are the love of my life. And I will not sit here and let you make it sound cheap. Do you hear? I won't
1: do it. Oh, I hear you. I feel the same way. I love you, Franny. Of course you do.
2: I'm a hot catch for an old broad. Just ask anybody. <laughs> what did Sid Burgess say about my ass just last week? It must be Jam, because jelly don't shake like that. Damn straight. I slapped him right upside the head for saying it because he hasn't got the right to talk about me like that, but he's exactly right. <laughs> now, you feeling better?
1: I do. Always cheer me up, sweetie. Good.
2: Now, don't worry about Artie. He was a good man once, but once was long, long ago. If he starts making trouble, we'll just pick up and leave with no forwarding address. That'll teach him, won't it?
1: You'd do that for me?
2: Well, honey, for you. I'd throw that no-good bum into a wood chipper and use what's left of him to fertilize my begonias.
1: <laughs> oh, my <thank> goodness, <laughs> it'll never come to that. Hmm... Oh. <laughs> I do like the idea of running off into the sunset together. Don't go, Jason Waterfalls. Here we go.
2: (laughs) Baby. It's chasing waterfalls, not Jason Waterfalls. You're messing up the lyrics again.
1: Oh, I love this song. Dance with me, Franny, okay?
2: Of course, sweetie. Franny? Yes, my love.
1: How can it be chasing waterfalls? You can't chase a waterfall, it doesn't go anywhere <laughs> Just shut up and dance, sweetheart.
2: <laughs> Hold me closer, Tony Danza. And keep your heart out on the highway.
1: No oh, Fanny, <laughs> those aren't really the words to that song, are they?
2: They are tonight, Annie. They are tonight.
0: Thank you for listening and supporting our theater community. We are committed to launching new plays, new writers, and new talent. If you like what you hear, please click on any of the donate buttons you find on our website. If you're interested in submitting a play for our production, you can find that information on our website as well. Please share this podcast with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe so you'll be notified when our next production is live. Thank you so much.